show Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, and along with me is not Hindu Anthony, unfortunately. What's up, but, Buttercup? <laughs> but we do have Super Vegan Brian, and we also have a very special guest. And I've had the chance of meeting our guest before the, the episode. She's pretty cool. Everybody, welcome to the show, Heather. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Heather. Hi. Why well, you guys sound so close? Like you might be in the same house. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting so 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 interesting yeah because you know two skype connections in the same house have a clearer connection yeah so much closer to the wi-fi yeah <laughs> i don't think it works that way so yes we have a special guest and we i'm we, we we killed anthony right we're gonna bring him back with a necromancer for next week's episode well we've installed the virgin hearts in the nerd podcast radio extra dimensional portal and we're working on, well, we didn't kill him, but we did send him to the netherworld. Yeah. Um, by the way, there's there's several of those. Which one did we send him to? I, I forgot. I lost the post-it that had it written down. Uh, we sent him to, well, we were trying to send him to Elysium, but oh, I don't man, think we, that virgin hearts are the right ingredients to send someone to Elysium. So he may have ended up in Tartarus. Oh, joy. Or he could have ended up in um, in the Norse hell, which is what, hell. The, oh, hell with one L. <laughs> you know... Or maybe he's not in hell. Maybe he's in the happy hunting ground. And he goes, there's a lot of guys with horns on their helmets talking about booze. There's a lot of afterlives out there. Oh, yes. And we will we will traverse and, most of them. And Anthony's not here. So we, we don't know anything about the Hindu afterlife. We don't know that. Uh, that's that's like reincarnation, right? You know, like we um, tried well, there, to send no, him there to is, the afterlife and we turned him into a squirrel. Well, there is actually a, a final place called and is actually is... Um, uh, like, a, like I think they call it Pandora too, but um, but no, I, I can't remember. Uh, Nirvana. No, I was thinking something else. No, they call it Nirvana. Well, and, today's uh, podcast episode is not two nerds making rash generalizations about someone else's religion. religion. No, no, no. <laughs> today's episode is an entire different topic. But first, what are we going to do, Michael? But first, we're going to do something that we love to do, and that is what's nerdy with you. Now, if you're a first-time listener or a first-time player, this is where your nerdy hosts sit down and discuss the nerdiest thing they did in their last week. And I think we're going to go let... I have three choices. The guest always goes first. I know, but I kind of wanted to like take take everybody off their kilter. Yeah, okay, well, it's guess supposed, first. It's supposed to be an icebreaker. It's supposed to, you know, she's she's on the call for the first time. She usually listens to it, so she's nervous and she's shy. So we yeah. we we hit her with this, so she shares her thing and we talk to her and it makes her feel better. So Heather, what's the nerdy thing? The nerdiest thing you did this week. I would say I went to Universal Studios with Brian and Daniel Cross and Daniel's wife, Amber, and they came fully dressed in costume from head to toe. Nice. Not only were they dressed in costume, Michael, Uh they made a costume change halfway through the day. You're kidding. (laughs) They right for costume change? (laughs) Oh, he went from, uh, Daniel went from Harry Potter robes to Newt Scarmander outfit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty it, funny. It's pretty great. That's pretty wicked, actually. 
I, I've seen people go to places like Disneyland and stuff like that in costume, but to actually have them do that and then a costume change, that's yeah. like becoming the new thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to tell uh, Heather, can I tell the I, can I tell the story about um, about Daniel's surprise? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Daniel and I decided to go on the mummy ride to make sure it was okay for Heather and Amber. Because we wanted to make sure that it was a good experience before they did it. They wanted us to check it out and make sure they could do it, right? Yeah. And so we got on the mummy ride. We had no idea what this ride was. And it starts off, and it's very similar in the start off to like Indiana Jones at Disney. Oh, okay. And you, you start off, and mummies are coming from the ceiling, and there's animatronic mummies. And then there's a big holographic display of tap on the wall and he's and it looks really bad it looks like 90s style animation and he goes i will swallow your soul and daniel straight up says well this is the most stupid 90s thing ever i can't believe we even tried this before bringing everybody on it then the wall falls away and the seat takes off at 100 miles an hour in an indoor roller coaster <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um we got a picture of it and i'm just having like g-force on my body and <laughs> daniel looks like he's trying to climb out <laughs> it was the craziest <laughs> thing ever it was so great he's screaming through the whole thing it goes it does a corkscrew it goes at super high speed and then at the end it goes full speed at a wall and then stops dead and then oh it my does yeah, <laughs> and then it does the whole thing backwards. Oh shit! <laughs> we got off the ride, and Daniel's Daniel's got his le- head between his legs, breathing, going, "No, you guys can't do that." <laughs> it was great. Ass off. It was great because Amber and I were um, waiting for them at the platform because um, we wanted to see the inside of the area and. Um, both of them looked at us with deadpan faces and shook their heads. No, <laughs> it was great. That's beautiful. Surprise roller coaster. <laughs> Surprise roller coaster. Yep. Well, we'd been on so many just motion rides that we had no idea. You know, they give you like 3D glasses and stuff. And I actually realized that at yeah. the beginning. I'm like, hey, they didn't give us 3D glasses for this. I wonder why. <laughs> Because you're gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> and they recycle those, and they can't get them off your dead body. I have to say, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I like roller coasters, but it was it was just so funny. He was already not happy because um, Daniel's very tall, and when they put the cage down, it's very claustrophobic. And so oh, I, I know that. Feeling. I know that. Yeah. Feeling. So he was tied down and then whipped around at high speed. I understand completely why he wasn't happy, but I was laughing my ass off through the whole thing because I could just hear him screaming and yelling <laughs> through the whole ride. <laughs> Michael, why don't you share yours? Well, it was New Year's Eve recently, and I had a bunch of really good friends over. Uh, one was this guy, Brian, and his girlfriend, Heather. They were really cool. Maybe you guys know them. They, they, they run in our kind of circles. <laughs> Never yes. heard of such names. We did go to that no, party. <laughs> that was a fun party. Yeah, it was. It was great. And the nerdiest thing I did was actually we played One Night Werewolf, the Ultimate Edition, with where the you actually have the phone app. 
that was the first time I had heard of it. Uh, a couple of my friends played it, but I'd never done it before. And I have to say right now, you get really paranoid of your friend. Oh, yeah. Well, that um, that guy, Matt, man, he was like, I am not a oh, werewolf. He's good. Or I am a werewolf. And we're like, and ev- he never lied. That <laughs> not, not even once. He was so truthful. He licked us dead in the face. I'm a werewolf. I'm a werewolf. And I should have thought, it's Matt. He's telling the truth. Uh, it was so much fun. The thing is, you know, like as we started the game, I started accusing people, like hardcore accusing people. And I just don't know why, but the movie Wolf popped into my head with Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, my <laughs> God. Was up, I thought, and so every time I thought a girl was a werewolf, I'm like, look here, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, you know, I didn't get that reference until you just explained it. Me either. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. You know, it's it it's super nerdy that you made that reference, and I probably should vote for you, but it hurts my heart so much that you made that reference that I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Oh, okay. So since I was present <sighs> at Heather's nerdy thing, and since I was present at Michael's nerdy thing. I have to share something that I was that doesn't involve things. Yeah, because I was going to share something from the party too, but I did something even nerdier than that. You can make it an honorable mention. N- I I made some. I, well, I was at the party. That's all I have to say. But I can make. I huh. I did something even nerdier than that. So I watched clips of The West Wing, and yeah, I, I practiced and practiced and until I could duplicate Martin Sheen's jacket flip. <laughs> And I was witness to it. He can do it. <laughs> yeah. So now like a really good jacket, jacket flip. Like a badass. Sheen. If have you seen the jacket, really good flip? jacket flip? Yes, that that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's a it's you you have to hold the jacket in front of you, cross your arms, and put your hands into the sleeves, and then whip your arms around. The jacket flies around you, and you push your arms into the sleeves as it goes onto your back, and then you adjust the collar. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, it's, that that sounds way harder than it looks. It once you get the moves down, once you like watch it and you break it down, it's kind of simple. But yeah, I got the jacket flipped down. So, so we didn't introduce her properly. Heather's my girlfriend, so I'm voting for Heather. I'm actually uh, gonna vote for Heather too. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm voting for her because the stories that that caused that to come out about the mummy ride, and considering I'm gonna be going there in a while, is just the best. I got my season pass, so if you invite me, I'll go with you. Oh, I'm sure there will definitely be a time where we will let you go. Yeah, I I got my season pass. Michael, don't bother waiting online for the yeah. Harry Potter ride. Yeah. Really? Yeah, don't bother waiting online not for that the good? Harry Potter ride. You're not going to fit. No? <laughs> no. You're too, oh, you're too uh, big. You didn't fit, did you, Brian? Um, no, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. It stopped us from going on. Yeah, Aww. I didn't get to write on Harry Potter. I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh, God. I can't believe I just said that. Why? That I didn't get to write on Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you must be so disappointed. <laughs> oh, he didn't get to go after a small British boy. Oh, God. <laughs> Anthony's not here, oh, so we have to take the joke too far. Yeah. <laughs> we, he's not here to do it, so we have to fill in the best we can. Oh, oh, and the other one, so, um, the other roller coaster in the Harry Potter world, you probably wouldn't be able to go on because you're too tall. Oh, I'm I'm a tall one. 
I'm if a you have long legs, you won't be able to scrunch into the seat. I'm a good amount of body, so I can there's, maybe. There's a good chance you might not fit on the mummy too. That that was a pretty tight fit for me. See, I don't think I'll be. I don't think I'll go on the mummy the first time because whenever me and Katie go the first time, it's it's most likely going to be just her and I, and. I have to go with somebody on a roller coaster because usually when I start screaming I, and it's and I'm saying it to somebody I don't know, I feel super judged. We're not going to make the topic of the call universal. The Transformers ride was really good. Yeah, it was. It was a my favorite. Of, it's a amazing. People tell me that's a really good ride. If you don't mind the sensation of falling seven stories face first into pavement. <laughs> I actually like that. Yeah, you will experience that. <laughs> that. That gets me. That gets me right there. I like that. Or getting eaten by Devastator. Oh, that scares me a little bit. <laughs> that that scares me just a little bit. The best ride yeah. in the park is the Backlot Tour. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody tells me that that's the ride I would really love is doing the Backlot Tour. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it was. It feels like seven rides. Really? Yeah. It's nice. it's just right. amazing. Yeah. Well, because they take you through what four different stages. Yeah, you go like you do the actual backlot tour, and then you're like King Kong, and Fast and the Furious, and Earthquake, and um, Jaws, and Psycho, and just it's just it feels like I'm a whole bunch of experience all wrapped up. That sounds fun. That's definitely one I'll try then when we go. Yeah, yeah. Now everybody, I'm really sure that we've thrown you off with our our uh, love talk of Universal Studios and its rides, but that is actually not our topic today. <laughs> our topic today is actually something that a good mini nerd and any actually anybody in this world ha- does has done or is planning to do on their next day off, and that is a streaming services binge. This, whether you got Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Star, it's HBO Go, or any of them, honestly, or multiples, you're gonna do this. You've you've done it. You and you don't regret it. That 4:30 a.m. flashing on the alarm clock while you're finishing up that last episode of, let's say, the last season of Full House. You're not mad about that because you got to you sat there and you dedicated time. And that's what we're talking about today. Hey, Michael, what was the last yeah. thing you binged? Season one and two of Fuller House with my wife. I we, think Heather uh, and I both binged that, too. Yeah. I, st- I love that show. I think it's really good. The last thing you binged was Fuller House? Yes. Yeah. I like that show. It was good. I love that show. They um, like Because it's my type of humor, you know? It's, it's like Bob Saget. Plays a, I play a very happy-go-lucky, you know father who's very full of advice but deep under it all i am so foul (laughs) i don't think heather knows about that (laughs) heather do you know do you know um about bob saget's actual comedy when he does stand up no i've never heard of that bob yeah bob saget's stand-up is the foulest stand-up you've ever heard and he plays a wholesome dad on full house wow yeah 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 the guy who plays Danny Tanner is he makes sailors blush with his comedy. It's yeah, hilarious. You know, a joke that'll involve a joke that'll involve anal sex, abortion, and um, something offensive about religion all in the same joke. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and Bob Saget. Uh, but he's so funny you'll most may- likely maybe, still laugh. Maybe, maybe you me. will still laugh. Yeah. I tend to gag when he does comedy. 
I don't know if Heather would. That I'm pretty sure Heather wouldn't like him. Yeah, probably it doesn't not. sound like I would. No, probably not. I'd laugh. I feel bad later, but I'd laugh. What was the last thing you binged, Heather? I know because I binged it with you. Well, that wasn't technically a binge, was it? What? What? Did, okay, fine then. By myself, I, the last thing I binged was the OA. Yeah. Because I watched four episodes one night and four episodes the next morning. Well, what what counts as a binge, Michael? Watching, uh, basically, it's where you had a hit. Yes, I'm still watching. Uh, no, it's watching more than, if I remember, it's watching more than two episodes of any episode. Or no, it's so watching we, two epi- more than one episode, if I remember right. Yeah, so we binged because we watched yeah. together, we watched like six episodes of How I Met Your Mother. True. We finished the yeah. last season because I, fini- I hadn't finished it before. Oh, honey. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's what Brian kept saying all through the whole thing. He's like, I'm here for you. I'm so sorry for what's going to happen. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? Tell me now. <laughs> and then I guessed it. I guessed it right. Yeah, too. She kept guessing what was going to happen perfectly. And I had to keep a straight face. I... I, I knew part of what was going to happen, but like the lead up to it, I was like, oh, wow, that's really sad. So Katie will not even want Katie doesn't even want to talk about that show. She is so mad at how that, that ended. I was trying to think of how we're going to talk about Netflix binging, and I thought a good way to do it, because right now it's January 3rd and we didn't do a year in review episode. So this is true. We could go over like the things we binged this year. Or the things we just watched on Netflix that we really, or Amazon Prime or whatever that we really liked this year. What are what are some of the things that pop off? I figure we'll do this round robin, so because we're going to want to discuss them. So let's think of the big ones we watched and just go around the group and share them one at a time. So we'll go, um, Michael, Heather, Brian. So Michael, 2016 streaming video. What stands out in your mind? Well, the first one that really stands out for me is my yearly prerequisite, which is binging all of Firefly. I have to binge that at least once. That actually surprised me a little bit. <laughs> really? Yeah, that actually surprised me a little bit. Yeah, binging, binging Firefly is uh, its basically a prerequisite. For me. I, I have to binge it at least once a year. You know, get that needle back in the arm. Because that show, that, that show is, a, is an addiction for me. I, it, it's always going to be be a, uh, a problem for me uh but i love it and i have to, i have to make sure i i can because I, I honestly let me let me clear it up every time i binge it i catch new stuff that i that i missed every time i watch it i think and it was that's the what keeps third, bringing me back i think it was the third binge for me that i caught mal kissing the cross in the first episode yeah, yeah that was it was like I want to say third or fourth for me. I, I was like, hey, he did believe in God. It adds a whole new poetic slant for his for his character. That's really interesting. Firefly is one of those shows that it's popular because of binging. It's a fitting show to bring up because it was shown in a broken season when it originally came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, the episode, uh, the train job, which is, is either episode two or three, they made that a premiere and they put the for the pilot as the season finale, and it really confused people. It 
actually had really made made it really hard for people to actually get into the show because they they just threw people into this and it was a popular formula back in the day to have a show that just starts off and you have no idea why these people are doing stuff like and it's supposed to intrigue you if anything it that's what really hurt the show because uh, when you see the pie the actual pilot it makes sense and it, it's what it's a, a drawing I really think the show did at least it warranted a second season on merit, but that's why I binge it is because someday, some way it might come back or just because you love it so goddamn much. So fucking much. I will never dislike it. I'm actually think- mad at Netflix right now because they uh, remove Serenity from their streaming service. I think I watch it maybe once a year too, but I don't really do it on purpose. It's not like a tradition. Yeah, well, uh, like one at least one time is on purpose because I, I it's like a prerequisite for me, and then like if I watch it more than that, it's all butter, baby. I know Heather's seen it once. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Only once. We got a baby brown coat around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather, so 2016, what sticks out in your mind as for streaming video? Oh gosh. I just looked through all of my history of what I binged. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I would say, I don't know. You're, go- you're allowed to talk about Heartland. Oh, I, I love that, that on, show. I watched that on the Canada site. It's still streaming. Yeah, that's true. But I binged all seven seasons of Gilmore Girls in a matter of a month and a half. And I work full time and go to school part time. Oh, to clarify... She didn't binge Gilmore Girls because she knew that A Year in the Life was out. She binged Gilmore Girls just because she wanted to and then found out that they were doing A Year in the Life. And then I was really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She didn't. I liked Gilmore Girls. The funny thing is, is when she told me she was watching it, I thought she was doing it because A Year in the Life was coming out because I knew about A Year in the Life and I don't watch Gilmore Girls. What made you binge it versus watching it a little bit at a time? I really enjoyed it, and I didn't want to just stop at one show. <laughs> um, is, is the show t- is the story told in episodes, or is it a story that unfolds? It's kind of well, it's kind of both. But every episode kind of leaves you hanging and wanting more. Yeah. So I would watch more. <laughs> I think that's the key to binging shows. I think it's that each show leaves you wanting more. I mean, my history shows that I watched four episodes on 910, and I think that was like a weekday. God, I don't even know how to check that. How do you check that? Yeah. You go into your settings. In Netflix? Yeah, it's under your account. Oh, God, I'm doing Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. That was a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but still, there's some of these that are weekdays that I know of that I watched like four or five episodes. Okay. Your account, my profile, viewing activity, viewing activity. Yeah. Oh, wow. How I met your mother's on there a lot. Well, (laughs) I watch supernatural once a week. That doesn't count as a binge. No, that counts as a schedule, except that there are a bunch of other episodes mixed in. Like recently before Heather came to visit, I binged, Every episode of Supernatural featuring the Ghost Facers. I just did that. I watched Hell House, Ghost Facers, and Thin Man. And I made it worse by watching the web series too. Thin Man was a good episode. I think I found my largest binge in one day was 12 episodes of Graceland. Oh, I I binged the White Rabbit Project a couple weeks ago. I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't sat down to watch it yet. It's it's really good because it's all the assistance from Mythbusters. Yeah. 
Um, that's it. not what makes it really good. I didn't think. I figured it. I figured they have their own merit because those guys are talented. What makes Tank it girl. really good is uh, the production value. They did an episode on jailbreaks, and they recreated the jailbreaks with actors. Oh, cool. So it's really entertaining. It's sort of like a cross between Mythbusters and a reenactment show. Oh, I like that. Because they'll like watch a jailbreak with that. They'll like recreate a jailbreak with actors. And then they'll be like, and these people broke out of a prison camp with a hot air balloon. And then they'll build the hot air balloon with the stuff that they use to escape. Okay, that's pretty wicked. Yeah, it's a really cool show. Nice. Um, I have to say, though, Carrie... I, I, I said she would be the only woman I'd ever go vegetarian for. Like, she's like, if you become a vegetarian, I'll date you. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. And then like a year later, I'm hiding steaks in the fridge. Apparently, it's the only girl you'd be you'd leave your wife for, too. <laughs> Katie, no, my wife would give me a pass. She'd be like, okay, it's fine. All right, let's send her a text message right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd be like, she's not Asian. <laughs> Did you bring your Did you bring your history up, Michael, or do you watch on a TV? I watch mainly on TV. Yeah, because I have I, the, the two TVs I have in the house. They have Netflix. They they're technically smart TVs, and they have the Netflix app atta- uh, attached to them. Apparently, while Heather and I have been binging season nine of How I Met Your Mother, I've been going in and watching a crap ton of other How I Met Your Mother on my own time. There's there's a lot of good episodes for that show. You know what's You know what's on here a lot for me, Michael? What, what's that? Justice League. Really? Yeah, I, I think I do that. I think I go in and just watch episode after episode. I think I've rewatched those seasons dozens of times. Binging is awesome. I I would I I used to binge Justice League a lot because I loved it. I thought it was a great show. Uh, the, the one that's that I actually re I binged back in August. I did. I know because I made myself do it. I, I I made myself watch at least six episodes at a time. Was Longmire. You know, I'm going to restate that I don't like Westerns because I just watched The Magnificent Seven thinking I would like it because of the cast. And that movie was boring. Mm-hmm. I still need to see it, so shut up. It was boring, man. It was awful. Heather, I'm supposed to like you. <laughs> it's not giving me too much faith that I think I'll like um, that I'll like Tombstone, even though everyone I know is saying it's a good movie. I don't normally like Westerns. And I liked that movie. I still don't feel comfortable because I thought I was going to like The Magnificent Seven. Watch Tombstone. Come on. Give it a chance. Our friendship, it doesn't ride on it, but it can make it a little bit simpler. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) the um, so as far as 2016 goes, I mean, the big things that pop up are what? Luke Cage. That was that was a big thing that came out this year. Did you watch that? I still haven't sat down to watch it. I'm a bad comic book fan. I watched you a little of bit of it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was a little too slow going for you, huh? Mm-hmm. That's one that a lot of people are saying is that it starts off really slow. It had the Superman dilemma. It, he was too strong, so the fight scenes were a little boring. Yeah, I can see that. They they <clears throat> really made his fighting style out to be slap people in the head and knock them out. Sounds about right. I, I'm hoping that uh, from everybody tells me he doesn't really meet anybody who can like stand up to him in this season. He does at the end of the season. He does. Yeah, that's what yeah. a lot of people were saying is that like he just like there's not a lot of like oh you're gonna deal with this kind of stuff. It's more like okay these guys are done. So. Well, he I think fights that's probably someone. Why I, 
He's fights oh, someone that you wouldn't have heard that doesn't really get you exciting unless you're really into the comics. Like if I say Diamondback, do you know who the hell I'm talking about? No. Yeah. And that got me really excited because I knew Diamondback from Luke Cage. I knew Diamondback from Daredevil. See, I mean, then I should know that name because I like Daredevil. Huh. Yeah. I know. A comic book fan. I know a show in 2016 that Michael and I watched, but Heather didn't watch it. Uh, the Ranch. The Ranch yeah. season two came out. I binged that whole thing. Oh, I the- know another one. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. You'd like that, Michael. I think your whole family would like that. Wayne watched it, and he said it was really funny. It's really funny. I, I, but it sounds like, I mean, not just your sense of humor, but also Katie's. You know what? I, if Wayne likes it, I'm pretty sure Katie will like it. So, so You know how you watch um, Firefly every year? Yeah. I watch the IT crowd every year. I binge the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I love the IT crowd. You know what? I, I'd heard about that, but I never gave it a chance. Is it very niche humor, or is it just all-around goodness? It's nerdy. It's nerdy humor. It, you, you'll love it. It's great. Okay. I, I will definitely give that a chance. Didn't Jessica Jones come out in 2016 as well? Like, right at the beginning, if I remember right. That was I binged. Show. Yeah, I binged that one. I, I, been, I watched, I watched the, almost every episode of uh, Jessica Jones in one day, and then I waited like two days, and then I watched the season, the series fin- season finale. And I thought that was really good. Uh, I mainly, I didn't know really much about Jessica Jones. And then I found out David Tennant was playing Purple Man. And so I did research and it sounded neat. And so I watched, I watched the whole thing. And I was like, wow, that's great. Can we get the next season now? So I thought it was really good. Uh, Daredevil, I believe, was this year too, wasn't it? Or season two was. That one was, that was good. Then... What what was what would be like the next biggest binge for you, Heather? Oh gosh, let's see. Um, the next biggest binge in 2016, I think. I well, I did binge Lost Girl. That was really yeah. good. I enjoyed that. That was like your big racy. binge this year. No, not really. Well, you consider your big binge this year the OA. No, Gilmore Girls. Oh, because there's that, seven. Yeah. Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> There's seven seasons. <laughs> it took me um, a lot longer. Nobody's mentioning Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. You and I oh, benched that over Rabbit. Yeah, we watched that whole thing together. Nice. Yeah, watched the first six episodes the first night and then finished off the last two the next day. <laughs> Good. You know what? Did I really binge that show? No, I don't think I binged. I, I think I, I took that one slow. As you can tell right. on the podcast, because Brian and Anthony got really mad at me. <laughs> they did. They're like, dude, finish it. <laughs> if, have you ever had a failed binge? Define it. Um, like, um, And Heather's going to know what I'm talking about. Like a show you tried to binge and tried to watch because someone's trying to get you to watch it. You just can't get into it. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's happened to me on a couple of shows. Yeah. Uh, what show am I talking about, Heather? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. Um, the one you watch every Friday? Supernatural? 
No, no. Vampire Diaries. Oh, Vampire Diaries. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I've been bugging him to watch Vampire Diaries forever. I guess Sandro has too. And he's just doing it very slowly. Oh, my God. I think I'm halfway through season one. Season one is so hard to get through. Oh my it gets God. so much better, though. <laughs> It's a good show. I actually have to say, I talked trash on that show before, and it is interesting. I'm just having trouble getting through season one. And it's uh, um, to to talk in terms you'll understand, Michael. It's as hard to get through season one of Vampire Diaries as it is to hard to get through season one of Buffy. Oh wow! Yeah. Ooh, that's slow going right there. That's a molasses train. Um. I have I I'm I'm sure I binge more than anyone in this room combined, but I have a few from 2016 that were really good that are worth checking out. Um, Voltron, that I binged that one. That was so good. Now season two is out already, isn't it? I haven't watched it yet. Um, I think it just hit. I have to double check my I have to double check my account. Um, I also got Broadchurch. I, I binged what? Broadchurch season two. There's just some part of me that's like. I want to watch it, but at the same time, it's like, no. Oh, it's so good. The only thing that's stopping you is you don't want to see David Tennant in another role, Michael. It's so y- good. You know what? That is kind of that's kind of part of it. Yeah, it is so good. And he does a really good job. It's just a it's a very serious role. And he's such a good actor and he pulls it off. Well, you know, he's going to play the new Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales reboot. And I'm excited for that. It that. That made me laugh when I heard about that. That they 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 got the most famous Scottish actor to play a Scottish duck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what? Uh, wow, was it was it my work on Doctor Who that got me the role? Broadchurch? No, your accent. Now Heather remembered one from early 2016. She got Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, but um, we're forgetting the show, the most popular binged show in the world. Um, Orange is the New Black. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> got I, too hard I, for you to watch, huh, Heather? <laughs> yeah, it became way too bad. I just that was la- like, yeah, that last season got hard to finish. I, I but I binged it. My uh, my wife's uh, like younger adoptive sister. She's like, let's watch it, and we binged the last season. I was like, oh god, no, make it stop. Oh look, the next episode's coming on. What do you think of this whole um, the thing that they can do with Netflix now? It's not just that they can put the whole show up at once, but they do season one and season two in the same year. It 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 did, it did keeps people coming back. It it's, it really does because there's there's shows that if you think about it, people are like, well, nowadays people are like, well, I'm gonna wait till it comes out at the end. But at the same time, it's because the show's formulas are set up to be watched one right after another. That's why it's, some seasons are really hard for people to watch or they just are like, I don't want to watch it because it's made. They don't like the wait. And so their formula of doing a full season and you're like, yes, that was great. And then waiting a few months and then you get the second season. It's like they give you your, your little bit of detox time because it's like the moment you start missing it, they're like season two will be out on this day. And you're like, yes. So hey, what, what were the shows that did it? Fuller house had season one at the beginning of the year, season two at the end of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm. But to like me, a- it didn't seem like that. It felt like one came out last year and one came out this year because time feels weird. I mean, you forget that the show came out this year. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah. 
um, the ranch part one came out the beginning of the year. Part two came out at the end. Yeah, that one that felt like a long time to me because I really wanted the rest of that show because I wanted to know what was going on. I watch a lot more animated stuff because of because of Amazon Prime and Netflix. Like I'll go back to Amazon Prime and watch um, Batman animated series. Oh, they're the ones that have that. Yeah, they're the ones that have that. Nice. I I binged like the first few episodes of the Grand Tour with the guys from Top Gear. Me too. I haven't finished. I I, I think I'm three episodes in. I need to finish the uh, the Nimbia Desert special. Cause I I loved those. I loved Top Gear when those three guys were on it. It was just amazing. And then they're like, oh, you know, he got fired, so we're quitting. And I was like, no, no, I I wanted to uh, no. And then they go, like, we got this show coming out. It's basically. All our car, all our our travel specials, just made into a TV series. Oh, I'm in. Oh, um, Heather, I just found it. Um, Jessica Jones wasn't this year; it was right at the end of last. Okay. So, so yeah, you I just watched you. it this year. <laughs> mm. But it was still know, a really good binge. Yeah. Sorry. Another one that we forgot is the Sense8 Christmas special. Oh my god, that was so good. There's been so many great things on Netflix. Sensate is the best series that came out of Netflix. And I think it may be the first high budget streaming show, like original show to be on Netflix. And a lot of people don't remember because it took so long for them to do more content after Sensate season one. They had to delay it because it's such a high budget show. Did you watch Sensate, Michael? No, I have not yet, but how you talk about everything it seems it's becoming more and more apparent it's something i should really check out the entire concept of eight people who are psychically connected to each other is just such a neat thing to watch because it's filmed so brilliantly yeah well have you guys ever been well like like force binge to watch something like somebody's like sit you down it's like you're going to watch this heather has Who force benched you? Who do you think? (laughs) What did he make you watch? I don't remember what it was called. Dude, she had to block it out of her memory. Oh, do you remember what it was about? No. Oh, don't, 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 don't scratch at the wall, honey. (laughs) You you don't, don't let those horrible memories flood back. You, you block those for a for a reason. Your hell tortured Sammy's on the other side of that wall. Don't, (laughs) don't, don't. Have you, have you watched Black Mirror yet? A little bit of it. Oh, that show is so hard to watch, but I oh, keep coming back. Epi- episode one, season one. Holy hell. Oh, my God. The prime, the I, no, I didn't finish it. I skipped to the next one. Yo, oh, it's it's rough. It is so rough. So which one of us gets the privilege of describing that episode to Heather? Oh, well, I finished it. So Heather, listen to this. Michael is going to tell you a bedtime story. <laughs> Okay, so in the in the ep- uh, the prime minister find, uh, is told that the princess is uh, from in England. It's like a princess from in England. One of the princesses is kidnapped, and they get a demand, and they're like, oh, "Okay, so what do we do?" And he's like, "What are your demands? We'll give you money." And he goes, "No, I want you to go on TV, and I want you to, to have sex with a pig." Oh. And he goes, he's like, what? No. And he goes, you do it or she dies. And it has to be televised. And so the whole episode is about them subsequently trying to find the princess, but at the same, but mainly, like, is he going to do it or is he not going to do it? Like, is he going to save the face? Like, is he going to help save this person and keep, basically keep the country as a whole? And 
it's spiral. It gets spiraling at more and more out of control, and they get more and more demands. Well, they they hack. They get a, a contact from the ha- from the 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 kidnapper, and they try. They almost get him tracked, and the next thing they know, they he's like, "Don't! I told you not to track me." And this is what happens, and they get a package, and it's a human finger with one of her rings on it. Uh. Like this is getting real. This is getting real. And then the at the end of the, the there's the end of the episode. And they're like, like we found the like he's about to go out. And they're like, okay, are you ready? And he has to. I actually has to take Viagra because the 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 stipulation is he has to finish. <laughs> he has to and take they, Viagra in order to be able to do it. Oh God! And he then they said you have to finish. And like like we have the pig sed- the the pig sedated. You know, bring him out. And they play a, <sighs> a message right before the beat. And they're like, you know, it, you know, we ask you like you're you're not allowed to record this. Any possession of of like a possession of this video after the after this it will be de- it'll be deemed illegal and there will be repercussions you just see all these people around that like it's more like every single person in the country is like watching what's going to happen and like people are recourse are actually starting to record it and he comes out and he does it and it's like he, he has to he goes like they don't show like the like a time frame wise but it's supposed to be like a half hour and he, they, you can hear sounds too. Oh, oh yeah, sound. so gross! <laughs> yeah, there is sound. And then it's it's over. He finishes. He goes back, and he's in the back room. Just he's he's vomiting. He's he's just he's done. He can't handle it. And one of the aides comes up and they go, "We found the princess. What? We found her. She's 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 okay. She actually has all her fingers. She's fine. Uh, she was released like right before he started." Oh my god! And they're like, "What? No, he can never know that. No, (laughs) as far as he knows, he just saved her life, and he's a national hero. Nobody tell him this." And they find out who it was. Like the guy who kidnapped her was an artist, and he cut off it. They find they find he. If I remember, he shot himself in the head, and it was his own finger he had cut off and put her ring on. Wow! And the end of the episode like every like national prides up he's regarded as a hero he's up for like re-elections and everybody's like like yeah you're wonderful and then they go uh, they go into their house like they they wait him and his wife wave goodbye to everybody and they go in the house and then all of a sudden his wife like stops smiling and looks at him it's like just a sheer hatred and contempt and goes into a separate room and he looks at her like but i saved a life (laughs) oh my god and that's the episode black mirror is a show that most of the time it'll just make you feel like trash after watching it. Because <laughs> the, the the commentary, if I remember right, for that episode was you know the connectivity and the uh, lack of privacy within the world. Sounds yeah. like a show I will not be watching. See, I skipped because I'd heard how graphic it was, and I was like, "All right, he's gonna fuck a pig, and there's gonna be a twist." Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, yeah no yeah the big twist was she was released right before he started Ugh. and they found her on a like like i think it was like kingston bridge like like 10 minutes before he went out there to do that and they were like he cannot know this never so wow. i was like and i was just like oh god no but this, i was scared yeah. wow so heather yeah want to watch black mirror <laughs> no, absolutely not. But you know, one thing I am curious about: what was the show that you made me binge? That I can't that- remember. I was hoping you would. <laughs> oh God! Even he blacked it out. 
<laughs> you guys are missing it like a couple hours of your life now. Find those missing. Uh, find the missing tapes. Find the missing oh, hours. Okay. So on a brighter note, after we talked about after we talked about a British man having sex with a pig on national television, let's talk about Friends because you can you can binge that now. Oh, I I watch Nick at Night and they play like five episodes in a row. And I, I so I do many I do I do binges I, I I do love that show so much, and I think Joey got the short end of the stick in that series, I really do. Oh, you think Joey should have gotten Rachel at the end? Yeah, I really do because I think he would have actually been really good for her. But Joey went to Hollywood, and she could have went to Hollywood with him, and that would have been a better show. Exactly. Yeah, I I I, I, I like Ross going with Rachel at the end. It's the make sense uh, scenario. Do you agree, Heather? Um, I it's been so long since I watched it that I don't really remember a whole lot of details. Well, I don't know what the last forced binge was, but I know what the next one's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind rewatching Friends, though. That I mean, I used to watch that all the time when I was younger. Oh, oh! Didn't for- I make you watch Firefly? You didn't make me. You, but that was me watching it, and I enjoyed it because you didn't really know anything about it. You know what's a good binge, and I haven't binged it in a while? Farscape. I have not binged that in forever. I need to see it again. Yeah, maybe I'll watch that one with Heather. I think she'll like that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got- show. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Farscape's a good show. It's an Australian space show. Mm. That uses Jim Henson Creature, Cre- uh, Creature Studios. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really... The aliens are all awesome. Oh, Dargo's amazing. What was the name of the emperor? Oh, the, the floaty guy. Um, Rigel. Rigel, yeah. Rigel is like when when Farscape came out, a lot of us jokingly called it Muppets in Space. <laughs> Mostly because of Rigel, because he basically looks like Yoda, kinda. Oh, but he's he's hilarious. I love him. He's an old man on a jazzy, is what he is. He's an alien version of an old man on a jazzy. He is. He really is. <laughs> and he's got he's got like that grizzled old like my life used to be great <laughs> uh, to his mentality because he says it and he's like I was deposed. <laughs> oh, their ship is actually a really interesting concept for me because I never heard of anything kind of like that before. So as oh, the living ship Moya. Yeah, Moya, the living, the, the Leviathan. Yeah, the entire concept of the show is about a uh not a NASA astronaut, but some kind of other space agency astronaut who uses a new technology and he goes through a wormhole and ends up in the other end of the universe where everything is like aliens. And he ends up on a ship with a bunch of misfits as outlaws and they're going across the galaxy trying to escape basically the evil empire. Hmm. I know I've really heard good. of it. Yeah, it's really good. It And it's... It's about as bonkers of a show as Lost Girl, but it doesn't get raunchy. Mm, okay. Yeah. Lost Girl is basically, you know, super soft porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I thought was really funny was the only other humans in that series of Farscape were the bad guys. But they weren't humans. They were Sebations. Yes. They were, well, they're the closest thing to humans. I mean, let me clarify. Like the big difference between them was that they were cold blooded. Yeah, they were cold blooded humanoids that looked like humans, but their physiologies were even different. Yeah, yeah, they were still yeah. somehow compatible. 
Yeah, because if there were human-like creatures, they wouldn't be human. I, I liked that they did that. That why would there be humans on the other side of the universe? Yeah, we're just gonna have to have them happen to look like humans. But that show got real experimental. Like they had animated episodes and the best body switching episode a sci-fi show has ever done, except for maybe Lost Girl. I think Lost Girl did a better body switching episode. Mm-hmm. No, that was a funny episode. I loved it. Well, the the one main bad guy they brought in towards the end of the series uh, for Sparscape Scorpius. Uh, how they handled like what he was like who and what he was and how his connection to Crichton was really messed with my head. Yeah, he was like a stereotypical scary character. I like yeah. him. Yeah. He oh yeah, he he got me. He was neat. <sighs> and the makeup that that actor had to put on was amazing and extensive. Yeah. Ugh. He was like if you 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 think of it in like role playing game turns, he was a half dragon. Yeah. Actually, that's that's a perfect that's perfect. This scaring you now, Heather? No, it's actually piquing my interest. <laughs> you you funny, should watch it. It's funny that you say it's scaring her because Scorpius was a half scaren. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> I was hoping Brian would pick it up on would pick up on that. Is it scaring you? <laughs> oh, we're nerds. We are such nerds. Oh my god. Well, good thing we're on the right show. <laughs> so we have had a we have had a fun little just talking about the things we like on streaming episodes. I'm sure that's more we're gonna get into, but we gotta wrap up. So let me read through the contact info. Okay. Um, if you would like to reach us at Nerd Podcast Radio, you can do that on Facebook at Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. You can email us directly at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com or mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com or anthony at, 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 at com. <laughs> and um, you can reach us on Twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at nerdcast radio and um as usual please leave your reviews on itunes we are just a little nerdy conversational podcast but we would like to reach out to the rest of the world and let people hear us too so if you could review us give us a nice little review let us know what you think we can use that to improve our podcast and it we get good reviews it'll improve our ratings and more people will see this so thank you very much um back to mike um Mike, you got anything coming up you want to talk about? This week, uh, it, depending if my wife can get, uh, is, isn't needed for uh, children's ministry on Wednesday night, we might actually try and do a short trip to Disney because we, we were, held, we were, we had the down payments for our passes gifted to us right before Christmas. You can't you can't say Disney out loud in a house full of children or they'll start talking. <laughs> just, just that's what's going on right now. She was like, "Disney, be a be a Disney, Disney." So, but yeah, we're we're gonna try and do that. Sorry, I'm also binging DIY prop shop. Oh yeah, because we have Odin coming on next time. Yep, that's gonna be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Right, we can't about next episode. Can't, we can't tell you what he's making, but we can tell you it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be oh, neat. Yeah. Now, Heather, sorry. What, what are you going to be doing? I, I must know. Um. Well, I have like a whole week. 
here with Brian that we're going to be doing stuff um, tonight. We're actually having a friend over um, who's going to make us a Swedish dish called lutfisk. And I'm kind of skeptical, but looking forward to trying it. And fish jelly. Yes, fish jelly. <laughs> but we're also going to the Living Desert um, tomorrow which Ooh. I'm really super excited about because I've heard so many good things about it and I've never been. You're not going to be disappointed. Living Desert's great. It's, it's really a neat place to go and beautiful. So beautiful. And then, by the way, I'm jealous. I really want to try Ludafisk. Yeah, it's like one of it's my one of my bucket list items. Now, for viewers that write in to complain, I know it's not vegan. I'm that's why it's super. <laughs> he knows he cheats. Well, then again, you know, whenever you first told me you were a super vegan, uh, you you gave me a different definition. Oh, the uh, the sushi every once in a while thing. No, it was this was like a long, long time ago. Uh, I barely remembered it. Like last week, it, it says it says the super part means I know I'm an asshole about it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> um, we're we're also going to the Living Desert tomorrow. Yes, yes, you're saying that, and it's going to be beautiful. Are you going to bring cameras? Yeah, going to take pictures and get pictures of the giraffes, the giraffes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I I just said we were going to the Living Desert tomorrow. Yeah, Brian, well, I wasn't paying attention. I was just waiting for my <laughs> chance to talk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what I are left- you going to do, Brian? Uh, one of the things about tonight's dinner is we're not just having lutefisk. My mom is going to make latkes. Oh, now. I- Oh. I only said that to make you feel bad, Michael. You <laughs> suck. I love those. Yeah, we're fried in lots of oil. It's going to be good. Mm. We we have to come up with some kind of vegetable dish so we have something healthy because we're going to have fish jelly with cream sauce, latkes, and then hopefully something else. So we got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> we the don't, living desert's going to be a painful trip. Oh, we're going to the the Thursday market in um, Palm Springs on Thursday night. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I, I I always forget that they have it, and it's always really cool. Nice. Yeah, they do it every Thursday night. I'll have to make it down there one Thursday. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I just want to say before we finish, thank you for having that amazing New Year's Eve party, Michael. I got to yes, say that on the air. You. That was a lot of fun, and it it was it was really hard to not make every nerdy thing I share something we did at that party. I agree. Uh, me and my wife, we always do try and have like people over on New Year's Eve, whether it's just a couple people and we play a board game or two, or if we just have a, a good number of people like we did this year, which it wasn't really even really a lot of people, and just have fun and play some of the best games ever. Like after you guys left, we actually played, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, the game Joking Hazard from the guys that do Cyanide and Happiness. No, I knew you were going to play that. And I felt bad because I wanted to play that. I have it. Apparently it was for me. It was a gift for me, so we have it and we played like a, like ten rounds of it, and it's so much fun. It's that sounds it's, good. It's Cards Against Humanity with pictures. I want to oh, play gosh. that. Yeah, I want to play that. I yeah. the werewolf was amazing. That was it, especially oh. the gaps in between games where we argued vehemently about Marvel comics and listening to you argue with passion about how Superman isn't awful. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was going, he sucks. Just get back to the game. I wasn't. I was on your side. I agree. That I was actually surprised about. I mean, most people don't realize that Superman was nerfed. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, in, the, in like the last year, he's been super depowered, which I'm actually liking. So, all right, though. 
this was actually I had a lot of fun talking about binging today on just whatever shows we could. And uh, there's I know there's a lot more out there because we, we all get to our streaming services fairly regular. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there to any listeners. You know, you got shows you really like to binge that we didn't mention that you they want to know if we've watched or we should watch or anything. Get in, get in contact with us on the Facebook page, Facebook slash Nerd Podcast Radio. And, and next week, we're going to have Odin from DIY Prop Shop. And near the end of the month, we're going to have Anna Meyer, cartographer. Yes, uh, that's actually an episode I'm looking forward to also because I love Anna. Yeah, She's who do you so think's great. making us Ludafisk? <laughs> oh, that makes it even harder. Oh, <laughs> oh, you get you get all the fun friends. <laughs> we'll make sure we tell her hello for you, Michael. Oh, uh, anyway, today was a very pleasant episode. We we had a, this is actually a fun topic, and I'm gl- so glad you were able to be here with us, Heather. I mean, because. No, we first we actually just first met at the party and everything, and I, I, you and I actually didn't get to talk that much. But I just knew that I liked you. You were actually really fun, and we had a great time. And I'm glad we did this episode because it just makes me like you even more. Aww. So you're you're great, Brian. You're still you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Michael. There we go. <laughs> I was wondering where the profanity was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, we're not going an episode without this. <laughs> Am so. I the one who curses the most? Everybody does. Wow. We all do, but you you kind of say it a little more. Wow, I get it out of my system, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, all right, everybody, I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with Super Vegan Brian. Bye, bye, everybody, <laughs> and our special guest Heather. Bye. Hopefully, we get Hindu Anthony back from hell or wherever he is. Honestly, and I'll say bye for him. Yeah, go ahead. Bye. (laughs) And this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Uh, Brian, you can't cut them off. I can cut myself off. Thanks for listening to our nerd show. Nerd Podcast Radio.